0: Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode two hundred and ninety-one. I'm Sean, and join with me in studio. We have Offroad Andy, yes, and Tony Katz.
0: Yes, as well.
1: Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast right after this. All right, we've got some fun stuff to get into. A uh, couple of Elon Musk pieces of news uh, from the last week or so. Uh, one, did you guys see that he made a T-1000? I I,
2: I did see that. The that Terminator was, uh, robot, he made it. I think that was a T-800. I think T-1000 is the liquid metal version.
1: Oh, whatever. Um, big difference because yeah. it's definitely not a liquid metal. <laughs> well, they might be working on that. We just haven't seen it yet. And it's the price tag is under $20,000. Um,
2: when I saw that, what does that do? Does that Butler or is it? I don't think it's
1: for the people yet. I think it's going to be implemented. For other robots. Tedious. Yeah. Tedious tasking around, uh, you know, SpaceX and things like that. But yeah, it'll probably like, you know, it'll clear your rain gutters, do your weeding. Andy, you have often complained about sweeping and how you need a day off for it. I think these
0: things working in landscape myself, I think. These things could definitely mow lawn. Oh, yes. I think that'll be the big turning point.
2: Now, are these robots going to be, like, cowardly? So if they get, like, stuck on, like, a space adventure, they're just, like, panicking the entire time? Probably. A, like, C-3PO? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, but there will be one that thinks he's a real person. Yeah. Yeah, just one.
2: And Oscar Isaac is going to build it and test it in the wilderness.
1: Yeah, and Will Smith will shoot at it. Yeah, there's so many, there's so many uh so yeah that was pretty interesting and yeah i think i I saw that in the morning over the weekend but today uh musk announced he will buy twitter
2: yeah he's going back to the what are 50 bucks a share or
1: 54 dollars or
2: something a share i think it was i mean he does kind of have the money like he doesn't not have the money he doesn't have the cash but um he has the means i think he was kind of embarrassed by this whole thing and just like all right well let's just actually
1: I have read that you did not
2: want the lawsuit to go forward.
1: Yeah, I've read that this is going to, you know, kind of catapult his everything app forward. What that means, I don't know, but he's going to solve some sort of problem. Yeah, I don't I don't know.
2: I don't know what Twitter does really for Twitter anyone. is
1: where people go to argue.
2: Yeah, no, it, it has things, but it's not like I guess like the 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 term tweet does have some meaning in the world. But it's like, couldn't you just start your own? I guess I guess someone did try to start their own Twitter and it didn't take off, but
1: people you know, are constantly doing that. Yeah, I don't why didn't you just do something else, you know? Why is why didn't he Well, because he didn't like how they were running it too. Yeah. People getting taken down but for not
2: you then say, like, I don't like the way Ford is making cars, so I'm gonna start a new company rather than you know, he already did that, right?
1: Yeah, but there's plenty of car companies. There's only one although on Twitter. No, I'm saying know.
2: that, you know, he like he actually didn't start Tesla, he bought it when it was like baby
1: we had the vision someone started i've, I've listened to the
2: yeah uh
1: but yeah so uh i mean there's always something to talk about with elon musk so pretty fun pretty interesting he likes being in the news
2: and when he's like hey guys here's my idea about ukraine and everyone's like no just don't just do other things do
1: robots still yeah well speaking of the news the daily show uh, trevor noah is leaving it I honestly didn't know this was still on. Um, I've never been in a fan of the Daily Show. I just, I don't. It's on at like noon or something, Monday through Friday. Like, who's watching that? Not on at noon. It's like eleven o'clock. At night? Well,
2: yeah, they they replay oh. it like a thousand times per day.
1: Then why the hell is it called the Daily Show? <laughs> it's called the Nightly daily. Show.
2: Um, I think they did have a thing called the Nightly Show too.
1: It's a like, nighttime show. I really had no yeah, idea. It's like competing with uh, late night
2: shows, you know. It was eleven. I don't o'clock. watch
1: a single. The last late night show I watched was Jay Leno. So I am
2: someone who did watch The Daily Show almost every single day before going going to sleep, watching Daily Show and Colbert Report for a long period of my, my life. And I had them on record. If I w- went to sleep, I could watch them the next day. Um, when I was in college, I watched The Daily Show probably more than once daily because oh wow, wasn't a lot going on um, in the in the dorm room. Repeat like, watching. Yeah, I'd watch, oh, King of Queens is over. Okay, what's on Comedy Central now? But yeah, uh, Trevor Noah's been at the Daily Show for seven years. Uh, It's crazy to think, because that was like one of the first Tony's Take articles. Which one? (laughs) Was Trevor Noah named a successor.
1: Oh, I kind of remember
2: that. I I wrote it up and was like, here you go. That's a sample of of an article, one paragraph long. Um, When I linked to like a Trevor Noah stand-up bit, and be like, here, that's that's easy. Uh, Probably the best thing that we ever did one
1: more thing. that was heavy duty reporting
2: yeah um but yeah it's 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 like oh that seems quick but no he's been there for a long time uh they have announced the show is going to continue so um there'll be a fourth host you forgot Craig Kilborn was the original host of the Daily Show uh, before Jon Stewart took over uh, and Stewart had the show for 15 years and uh yeah i don't think it's been the same since he left i think the the world has changed Jon Stewart got did he get out at the right time or did he miss a whole era of politics? I think, I think he got he out,
1: got out at the right time. Cause I think it just went to pandemonium.
2: Yeah. It was like, okay, is this even funny? Not as is it is it even funny. It's that everyone was doing Jon Stewart for multiple years and still, still is um, a lot of his, his former uh, workers, you know, Colbert was already a success, but then you saw like John Oliver and the Samantha B had her own show. So, and then just every other late night guy, like Jimmy Kimmel, is like 100% political stuff. And it's like, what, ha- what, what happened to this
1: guy? It's, uh, it's irritating how everything has to be there. Like, there's nothing else to talk about. So everything
2: became The Daily Show as Jon Stewart left. I think that's interesting. I don't know what the show is going to be in the future. I think the pandemic, I, I haven't watched that much of it since I've never been the host. But uh, one of my favorite things about The Daily Show was the, the like in-the-field bits more not the host is even there it's just kind of like oh we did this thing kind of like a fake 60 minutes thing and they would find like the weirdest people and have kind of the weirdest shit and that's that's what like steve carell and rob cordry and like a lot of people who were you know big names did these kind of things for the show and then i don't know if they've probably not been able to continue that during the pandemic as much it's still a good format uh so they're gonna they're gonna go for it i don't know who will be the next hope
1: yeah they'll figure it out and someone obviously is watching, so.
2: Yeah, I think they said like uh, it, the viewership is about half of what Jon Stewart was, but it's like, that's probably better than I expected. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, TV put, in general,
2: is just fucked, you know,
1: put that into inflation with this sh- like current year, because when Jon Stewart was doing it, streaming didn't exist. There's so much shit to watch. You, it, you can't expect yeah. the same you know uh, amount of eyes on every show you have. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, should we talk about Community and Peacock?
2: Yeah, so this has uh, been a thing discussed for, since it went off the air, but the TV show Community, uh, one, there's a bit in the in the show about uh, one of the character's favorite shows getting six seasons and a movie, so uh, Community did get six seasons as a TV show, so it's always been a joke, oh, when are they going to do the movie, uh, but the creator, Dan Harmon, was talking a bit about it a few months ago, saying like, yeah, I think it'll happen eventually, actually, I think we're mostly on board. We haven't written a script, but I think we have ideas. Uh, but now it's confirmed this week that uh, they are going to make it. It's going to go straight to Peacock. I, actually, I can't confirm if it's straight to Peacock or going to be there. Um, I don't know how any of this stuff really works anymore. It's going to go
1: to the community um, streaming service.
2: I don't know if you've paid attention to the... They made that new Fletch movie.
1: Yeah, and I, and I hear it's, it's like,
2: really good. The release of it is like confusing as hell. Where It's like, well, it's in movie theaters, but like only one. Also, it's coming to Showtime, but not now but sometime later and i'm like i don't know the new world is crazy um so i don't know if this is going to be straight to peacock but it will be on peacock um but no no donald glover yet he's not confirmed for it. hold
1: on what about the big stars chevy in it chevy chase uh probably not Uh, i mean he's the big get if you do get him because where the hell even is he
2: yeah he was off the show um earlier than anyone else donald glover left after season four hasn't come back
1: I imagine they'll get him. I think it'll be kind of a fun thing. I think
2: people will be pissed if he doesn't. They'll
1: be like, oh, you're bigger than this. All right. Joe McHale's on that show still,
2: or did he like graduate? I mean, they, he graduated and became a professor in the league. Spoilers. (laughs) That's how it goes. Um, But yeah, I think I could, could be good. This is definitely not a movie that would have like, you put that in theaters. It'll not do very well. Um, Similar to remember like entourage, like we'll do a movie. And then I think we were the only people that saw it. Yeah. Like that was a bad idea. That should have just gone straight to HBO, right?
1: But at the time, it was it wasn't in vogue to do that.
2: Yeah, because I mean, they had the the Sex and the City movies made like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like Yo. it's a cult follow.
0: I mean, if they made a home improvement movie would you? in a heartbeat, <laughs> buy the whole theater. <laughs> hey, babe, I'm gonna rent out <laughs> Valentine's Day. I got <laughs> season one. We'll be here for about yeah. two and a half hours. <laughs> Oh, that's Finally tough, tough.
1: on
2: the big screen, like you've all been. Waiting.
1: Hey, it's a treat just watching it on. You know, everyone you, in the '90s, you're watching that show on a 28 inch tube yeah. TV. Now you're watching it on a 65 inch. Well, it's a then, delight. That was the biggest
0: we knew, so it was yeah. enjoyable. Yeah,
1: we didn't even know. Like I'm seeing things on on the screen for the first time in my life. On. The- you can I, can don't, see th- I don't think t- it was filmed yeah. in widescreen.
0: That doesn't work, does it? Like that. Well, it's just did a paper. like going you know? to the mail. Like, was no, that like? It's not like walked. extra things are visible.
1: You <laughs> can just see in detail. No,
2: I know they did that with um, The Wire. They put out like the widescreen edition and like the creators, like it wasn't filmed for widescreen. So there are parts of it where it's like you see like a sound guy.
1: Yeah. It's
2: like, oh, come on.
1: Dumb. That takes away from the magic. Yeah. Like, how is this? You this see Wilson a real mugging.
2: Walk, you see Wilson walk past the fence and you see his face, you're like, oh, I'm just fucking, I'm not going to watch this ever again.
1: I had a dream when I was a kid that I saw his face. Yeah. told everyone. <laughs> All right. I don't know how we got on Home Improvement. Andy is obsessed with talking about that show. Yeah, Sure. Uh, let's talk about Bruce Willis.
2: Yeah. So it was a, a crazy story early last week that uh, I think in the wake of the James Earl Jones news about him selling his voice rights, uh, there's a story that Bruce Willis sold his likeness uh to a to a company so he could be in movies forever. That's
0: right, he's um, done with movies, right? Tired. He's got the aphasia or well, whatever. He, has,
2: he has an illness that um has prevents him from really doing good work, but he's done like forty five movies in the last two years, but basically it's all been like one day of shooting and he's got an earpiece. It's it's sad. It's a very sad story. He is, you know, one of our one he's of beloved. our best. Just every genre he's good at. Yeah, he is he is, um,
1: is coming out to the coast, country. have a couple of little drinks. what did he say? A couple of cigars? Um, <laughs> from, are you kidding me?
0: It's a famous line from uh, Die Hard. Uh, oh, I've never seen Die Hard. <laughs> Come out to the coast; we'll have a few laughs. I was thinking of a uh, six-seven dead at the end of it. Oh man! Spoilers! Oh, sorry. 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 Spoilers!
2: Uh, but okay, but anyways, <laughs> uh, he made a commercial last year where he didn't act in it. I don't know if you knew about this story. A Russian commercial. He did license himself out to be deep faked for a commercial. So uh, he wasn't there, but they took his some of his voice clips, some of some footage uh, and then basically pasted it over an actor for a commercial. Um, and so now the story came out, though, he, he he's basically selling his likeness completely to this company. Uh, but then his people came out and said, like, that is completely false.
1: I mean, uh, hold on. Do you really, is that going to like, oh, this is how you're going to sell more McDonald's burgers. Like we, we got to well, bring I mean, Bruce celebrities Willis
2: in. Celebrities are in commercials. And Bruce Willis was in that car battery commercial. Car uh, battery commercial? Yeah, it was a big Super Bowl commercial like four years ago. I don't remember commercials whatsoever. Well, I think the battery was called Die Hard Batteries or something. So it was like, oh, we got it.
1: Well, yeah. yeah, that's a.
2: Yeah. So like he did do this thing where he didn't have to do anything for this commercial and he got paid like a million dollars. Uh, which is like great idea, but also kind of dystopian. Um, but yeah, as people came out, and said this is this is false. You can't you can't do this. You can't sell your entire person. You can only license it out for certain projects. But you can never sell your likeness because what what would what would you do with it? Think of you if you sold the ability to uh, deep fake you for forever. What kind of things could you?
1: Yeah, they wouldn't need you anymore.
2: Well Not that they wouldn't need you, but they could put you in whatever you want, and you're long dead. Bruce That's Willis pretty horrifying. is Hitler yeah <laughs> that would be uh, terrible, so they said this is not even the thing that could ever happen, so yeah, kind of funny that how they but I guess it's the same thing with James Earl Jones, they could write whatever script they want right and have him say
1: I'm sure it's you know under the you know fifth you know five point one in the uh, amendments, yeah you know, Disney has to be very fancy. Within the lines of what's appropriate.
2: Yeah, and I think of what I said last. How how much more are you even gonna do?
1: I wouldn't mind seeing Field of Dreams too.
2: I don't think he sold his rights to Field of Dreams. <laughs> Wait, who? James Earl Jones.
0: Oh, oh, I, I'm talking about Bruce Willis. I was like, no, no I'm a... saying
2: comparing it to that. James Earl Jones sold his like voice. So who's
0: who's do you think has the better voice? James Earl Jones or is it oh, I think it's yeah, that's a, a give Okay, then what if we throw Sam Elliott? Doesn't matter.
2: You're James talking Earl about Darth Vader, Vader man. I'm not, I'm not a fan of Coors, so...
0: I like his voice. It's really yeah. r- fun. R- and, and, uh, r- 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 and the fact that he's the big Lebowski tra- yeah. uh, narrator. Morgan Freeman, it's not even like... Morgan Freeman doesn't even have a deep voice. He has more... It's more of like a unique voice. Oh, it's... Yeah, it's... Like James Earl Jones, Sam Elliott, they have the deep voice, the... The voice he listened, to, but I agree, James Earl Because he's just a good like narrator. Like I love it, like Sandlot. You guys would have yeah. just knocked, I would have just given it to you. Well That's, even he he's does not like Southern, so I don't know why I got it He there, does but. like
2: he does the uh CNN thing which like CNN. just like, Oh, it's good. I, does I don't,
1: that still happen?
2: Yeah. Hmm. They'll come back from commercial and have him say that or whatever. I mean he's not there like live.
1: I don't know, On Andy. <laughs> Now
0: we go to James Earl Jones. (laughs) A
1: recording studio in his house, I'm sure. He's like, all right, we need you back in 20 seconds. Come on. Um, Go. But
2: yeah, I think that's what I got for (laughs) this Bruce Willis story. All right. Um, I don't want him to be anything. I think what we got from him was great. You have plenty to work with. I mean, you have all
1: the diehards. You have uh, Reservoir Dogs. You have good shit. Yeah,
2: Fifth Element. I just watched Moonrise Kingdom again recently. It's like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. That was a good end of a career.
1: I like his whole bit in oceans 12. We talked about earlier where it's it's not her, but she looks like her and he knows Julia Robert. All right. um, Let's talk about Coolio. Um, Full disclosure. I have heard of his name. I don't know what he sings or does. I understand he passed away and they don't know why it wasn't drugs or alcohol.
0: He was sixty yep. years old. I think. No, is a good age. They said
2: fifty nine, but 59. he's also he's obviously toured a whole bunch. So
0: I think it's just a rough like, life. Yeah, I think like we know we see them on TV and we think people are mortal, and it's not. Like I think it is one of those things where obviously Coolio, you don't get that name on act. He's always cool, and it's like, I mean, that what comes with being cool. Women, partying, drugs, sleepless nights. and I think that does actually take a toll after a while.
2: Sleep is important. So sleep is important. Sean's saying he doesn't know who
0: Coolio is.
1: Like, I know him, but I don't know his song.
2: I mean, he's basically a one-hit wonder, but um, he was in uh, it was a Gangster's Paradise. Never saw it. Weird Al parody.
1: Is Gangster's Paradise a song or a movie? A
2: song. No. Um, but I think for for us, I would say our generation, Coolio is best known for appearing on like Keenan and Kel. He did the song for Keenan and Kel, of course. You guys- I
0: didn't get into that show. All that? All no, their, their that. show, the
2: one that was there. He didn't. I
0: thought that. Oh.
2: All that was the like variety show. What about
0: Goodburn?
2: He probably was. I can't recall, but he was also, he was in like Batman forever. Remember, remember when Robin takes on like the gang? No. And they wear yeah. neon colors and shit. Yeah. He was like one of the, one of those guys or something. Or is it the other one? Was he in the number four? I can't Who remember. Knows, but he's in one of those. He's always been in weird shit, including Futurama, which kind of crazy. he, he just recorded um, for an episode of Futurama, the new reboot they're doing at Futurama. He recorded a, another episode, uh, I said, three weeks ago. That's kind of crazy. That Good timing,
1: I guess.
2: Yeah, they're going to dedicate that episode.
1: Yeah. He'll live on through that. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, yeah, we'll. Uh, we're going to talk about a movie that just took a dump at the box office. Uh, Andy, I'm, I'm going to even guess you didn't see I'm no, talking about bros. I do
2: plan on seeing it. I didn't uh, see anything this weekend. I did see something on Thursday. Not this weekend. Um, but I, I... When I saw this trailer, I was very interested because you might say, oh, it's a gay movie. Uh, it's also... It's produced by Judd Apatow, uh, directed and co-written by Nicholas Stoller, who did Forgetting Sarah Marshall and Neighbors. Yeah get him to the Greek. It's got a background to it. Um, it's got solid people um, and it just happens to be uh, a movie featuring gay lead characters. So uh, the movie didn't do well. Uh, it did very unwell. So it did it did only it did less than 5 million which was uh, actually worse than they expected. So usually they're pretty good at tracking these things. I think they thought it was going to do like 8 or 9 million which isn't great but um, the well, state, the state of comedy in movie theaters is pretty bad.
1: Did they not spend also like thirty or forty million on marketing for the movie to getting the name out there? I don't think they did. I think I it, was I it was thirty million. It's like a lot
2: for I, didn't I see very many commercials,
1: but I also didn't. I agree. uh But then also, wasn't it like three thousand screens or something? And you break it down, it's like less than twenty people per screen. I mean, it was it
2: was a wide release, and it would did. Very poorly. Um, so I think what's what's interesting about it is that, uh, I don't know when this one's, Saturday or Sunday, something, um, the star and co-writer, yeah. Billy Eichner, um, put out a big statement. It was a big, long statement, and people should read the whole thing. I think people are being unfair about it. Uh, but he was basically saying how, you know, important it was to make this movie, for him, uh, very validating to his career. And, and then that the Reception of the movie was very strong. I think it's like 91 on Rotten Tomatoes, 77 on oh. Metacrit- Metacritic. Sorry,
1: Andy, but who's going to give this movie a bad rating on Rotten Tomatoes when the critics sure.
2: are- well, 9% of people did, so those people are very brave, I guess. Yeah. Um, but also a high cinema score, a- a an A cinema score, which is pretty good. Um, I don't see why, why this movie wouldn't be good. I said it has the good comedy background. People have made good movies before, um, and I liked... B- the stuff Billy Eichner has done—he's uh, probably best known for his like YouTube series, uh, Billy on the Street, where he just runs people into and people I, in New York and yells at them. I have watched uh, that
0: before, actually, with uh, Sean. and I both of Sean and I's b- old roommate, and uh, we we had some good laughs watching. Uh, it is funny, but it's it's almost like what I said earlier. Though it's like I feel like he just kind of feels like he's allowed to get away with just being extremely a, disrespectful to people. It's, it's, a it's a good
2: like, short bit. That doesn't work in a 10-minute video. It works in a five-minute
0: video. Oh, it percent Because after yeah. a little bit, you see the same thing over and over. It's it's funny at first, and then it continues to be funny, but when you're seeing the same thing over and over, it's like at some point, it's not as funny.
2: Yeah. Um, but anyways, the movie, obviously the movie can't be just that. It is a <laughs> real movie uh, with a story. Um, yeah, and people have seen it, have liked it, but it didn't do well. Uh, so he put out this statement, but it ends with, I think he he it starts out sincere and then he goes back into his comedic character where you say he's rude and mean uh, but he kind of ends it with like well if you're not homophobic go see this movie and people people got very uh, offended by that that he's blaming the uh, lack of success on homophobia um uh,
1: IMDB uh, think, users really didn't
2: care for it well, okay that those things get bombed People get really mad. Like I said, people get mad about that shit, and then they give it all bad reviews. An unfunny
1: embarrassment to the gay community. The headline.
2: Everyone who all the people that are like, I'm gay and I hated this movie, always remind me of like, there was a a guy who, uh, he tweeted like, I'm black and I support Republicans, and it turned out it was just like a a white congressman who forgot to log out of his main account. So you think a
1: white congressman posted that?
2: Like a a non-gay person. Romney posted that? Non-gay person's like, I'm gay and I hate this movie. Uh, but that's the point is this became super controversial. And was this genius? Would we have been talking about this movie at all?
1: Well, if I mean, it, if if I, it if made $13 it million, dollars, no, we wouldn't. But I'm saying,
2: The problem with this movie is people didn't really know it existed or. I'd know. heard of it. I was okay. like, well, that's one I'm never seeing. OK, but you know, this is a um, bad publicity is still good publicity. I think this movie now is a higher profile than it ever did before. Um, and there's probably a lot of people who uh, would like to see it that didn't even know it, and now they do because,
1: you know. Well, was, maybe maybe this weekend will be their weekend. You know, Maybe it um, just needed a little no, bit
2: of time. I, I no, think, I think the reality is that romantic comedies just aren't ever going to do well. Um, there's a romantic comedy with George Clooney and well, Julie what, Roberts what,
0: coming out soon. What kind of romantic comedies?
2: Gay romantic comedy? All romantic comedies don't.
1: Well, think about it this way. I've
2: lived with a handful of women that... Okay, I'm saying in the movie here the the highest oh, yeah, the yeah, highest yeah. grossing
0: so right now bridesmaids no i'm talking about this year like oh, i'm talking about lately
2: Com- comedy in general is do- is dead at the movie theater
0: i think okay can we say we think it's because of what your how you're allowed to be funny these days no
2: i think it's cuz everyone can like- watch comedies on YouTube or TikTok or but Netflix it's also or there anything has else. to be a little
0: bit of a little bit of spice, a razzle <laughs> right. dazzle that I think it's also because people are censored to what actually is funny today. Like the office probably couldn't be on today.
1: No, no show f- the home improvement couldn't be on.
0: And it's I think I think a lot of I people are very sensitive these days. And I think that is what's killing comedy.
1: And know? they'd have to cut some of the jokes. You and go in there, there and watch it.
2: I
0: don't
1: Oh, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Tony. Everyone mean. is a big baby anymore anymore and it it, take away their trophies don't let everyone get a trophy
0: life is hard james harrison said that back in like 2008 so james harrison was ahead of me.
1: yeah
2: pioneer i have zero trophies in this room so what does that say
1: i don't you might have them in another room Trophies right here andy (laughs)
0: i'll be in myself
1: but yeah so i i guess we'll see uh maybe this thing does really well in the streaming sphere so
2: i think it will this will It's a universal movie. It will be on Peacock probably before the end of the year. And people will be like, oh, what's this? Okay.
1: And it's going to be a no for me, dog. And so don't you prove his point? If he's saying that people won't watch a movie because they're homophobic. I don't give a shit what you call me. I'm not watching your movie because I don't find you funny. All right. I've never liked him. I think he's annoying.
2: But I think it's definitely true that a lot of people don't want to watch a gay movie. And then yeah, like, I, uh, well that doesn't make me homophobic. It's like actually
1: that's kind of the definition of it, right? I don't think so. I, I think it kinda is. <laughs> Andy, if you don't like vegetables and you don't eat vegetables, does that make you an asshole? It makes you a vegophobic. <laughs> yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. That's such a dumbass argument. Thing I won't watch a movie with
2: gay main characters. Okay, whatever you want to say. That's I think that's the definition.
1: Not everyone is a business where they just have to okay, whatever you guys are saying today, we have to we're on board people don't like things and it, it doesn't matter. Like you're not going to change their minds. Like, yeah, I'm not gay. I'm not watching a gay movie. I, I don't care. And that's not even
0: the main thing. I don't think he's funny. That's fine. So here's the thing. I actually do think he's funny. Like, I don't want to say that, but I, I think it's wrong to say that, to get upset that you didn't have a lot of views or something to be like, Oh, it's cause people are homophobic. Cause I'm a straight guy. And I think he's funny. I think, I think he was trying to be kind con- Oh, that makes sense. That. Yeah. With the, with the- that's a good way to but, to
1: get a crowd to go out I mean, there. It, I mean, it
0: it takes a certain type of sense of humor, I think, because I honestly do find him hilarious. And I'm like, there are going to be people that just want to go through there. And but I, so what I will say is, I do think sometimes people, not a specific type of people, but just people in general, sometimes think they can just get away with stuff. And I think like people just want to live their lives and walk the streets. And when you bombard them the way he and he's very animated. He's very animated. He's funny, but he's very animated. So to me, it's funny because I'm sitting on my couch watching him bombard people. But I feel like that sounds like a nightmare. Those people like don't they don't want that, especially in today's society. It's like the he moment gives somebody him a gets dollar, close, though. Oh God! See, yeah, that, Eric Andre doesn't people's... give
2: give the people anything. Oh, Eric Andre is sh-
0: honestly the least funniest guy I think I've ever come oh, across. Okay, well that's you can't think Eric Andre is oh, that gonna, funny. I would love him. Who oh, even is that? You know, he's some like dude with an Apple ah,
2: he he does the same kind of bits where he, he's, he, he he's wears. Weird though. He'll wear like weird outfits. Oh,
1: he'll, he'll he face almost face. looks like Rafi.
0: Yeah, he's like an adult sure. swim. Yeah,
1: I see. I don't like these people that do that shit in the streets or prank videos because it just yeah. it makes it encourages. It's like the Batman Batman Two where there's like oh replicas and yeah, duplicate people. Hold on, Sean. Batman Two was in <laughs> yeah, 1960. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nolan's Batman. It, it's Batman an. Too. Then people with a camera are like, oh, I'm going to go do this, too. And then every asshole is fucking up every little town. Are you talking about the, like the shooting or something? What- no, I just mean you're going to have prank videos everywhere because they see it and they're like, oh, well, this guy's famous is- and I don't want to work either.
0: Batman 2 with Heath Ledger.
1: Remember, he says more copycats. Those people show up dressed as Batman. Yeah, oh, yeah. the
2: hockey pads. Yeah, of
1: course. Yeah. And he's like, what's the difference between us? Just saying, I don't like that because then I got really pissed when it was those fucking high school kids throwing gallons of milk in the air in the grocery store, (laughs) wasting all that precious product. I just don't like copycat. I don't like those people that make those kinds of things. Go be annoying, but in a scripted world. I don't want to run into them at the Trader Joe's. Do you guys? No. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what I'm... Also, yeah, I don't think the Midwest is going to see bros because we're still kind of talking about he'll win the ocean okay
2: that sounded weird like (laughs) Atlantis
1: (laughs) yeah I was thinking more like San Francisco coastal
2: Coastal, that's what you're looking for
1: yeah cities (laughs) on the ocean
2: ocean cities to me sounds like underwater
1: all right aqua andy all right should we move on Tony wants to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer
0: so Anyway, I've been watching The Dahmer Show. I'm on episode nine, so I'm not done yet. Even Is it though it's ten, right? Yeah, there's ten episodes, even though I know how the ending goes. And uh, I, I've actually really enjoyed it, but I understand things. So I actually just uh, was looking up a quote from uh, one of the sisters that I spoke. And I actually just watched this episode last night. Uh, When she goes into court and she just completely freaks out and they, her quote was that when I saw some of the show, it bothered me, especially when I saw myself, when I saw my name come across the screen and this lady saying verbatim, exactly what I said, if I didn't know any better, I would have thought it was me. Her hair was like mine. She had on the same clothes. That's why I, it felt like I was reliving it all over again. It brought back all the emotions I was feeling back then. I was never contacted about the show. I feel like Netflix should have asked if we mind or how we feel about making it. They didn't ask me anything. They just did it. Which, I mean, I get, because they're not going to contact the sister. And I mean, how many times has there been serial killer remakes, whether they're movies, shows, you know, a lot. But obviously this is Netflix. It's a little more budget, more main people, better done, which is why it probably is more real for these people. But I do feel that on that side, because, he was any serial killer, but especially this serial killer was very gruesome because he liked to do weird things. I mean, you know, sleep with the corpses. He'd like to – he wanted control, and he also would eat some of them. Like, he'd get out their organs and whatnot and all sorts of stuff, And you, and you see a lot of that. I mean, obviously, he killed 17 people, and you really only see a handful of the stories of the people that he did Actually, kill, and I imagine that is very difficult for the the family members that are around today to, that went through that to actually have to rewatch this because it is, and I, I I imagine most of them choose not to, but it's also one of those things where it's like, how can you not watch? Because it's almost like you almost need to, or you're going to hear about it through coworkers or friends or you know, whatever, and that has to be very difficult. And then also, what I thought was good about this show was that they do a good job with like Dahmer's dad, who Richard Jenkins. Great actor, one of the honestly one of the best I think. But uh, he shouldn't be raising kids. No, he shouldn't. I saw that <laughs> meme, which was actually really funny. But uh, he is a great actor, and he's actually still alive today too. I actually just looked up; he's still alive. Think about Richard Jenkins. Yeah, I did too. I was like, I hope to God he is. <laughs> okay, so Richard Jenkins is still alive, and so is Lionel Dahmer, who Richard Jenkins plays Jeffrey's dad. And he, it's a good job too, because he's just such a good actor. And it's like, you also get to see it on like the parent side of it. of If your son was a serial killer and it's like how difficult that also is, because obviously you love your son, but it's like, what he's done is just horrific. And you see how he just feels as a father that he failed his son. And he, you know, blames himself for the fact that they, as when he was a kid, he would go they would go pick up roadkill together and basically dissect it and it just got him at an early age just obsessed with that and then how his parents always fought and the mom like purposely OD'd herself multiple times on pills but like you know never passed away and then how the dad was gone a lot on business and you know Jeffrey always was told that things were going wrong for him and stuff and then that, that is why he drugged his the people that he uh caught uh you know, targeted because he wanted to, you know, he wanted to have control and that's what he ultimately wanted. And it's, it is sad though. I mean, it's, the show does a good job to bring you all the emotions mixed with the fact that it is just a horrific show. But I, I mean, I couldn't imagine like, if that was, you know, you're, if you're, you know, we're in your forties or fifties today and that was your child or your brother or your, you know, your nephew, your grandson, whatever it was, so have to watch that show and hear it be like the big talk of the town, I think would be very difficult. But you know, it's uh you know, it's 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 a good show though. Like for me, for the average person watching that isn't related to anybody involved or Dahmer. It is a good show, but uh Yeah, I'm three episodes three episodes in. Yeah. It is it's tough and to get I through. gotta give it up to Evan Peters because they I saw something also that said, Can somebody please just get this guy a role where he can smile? Because and honestly, I don't know obviously how Evan Peters is as a, as Evan Peters, but I feel like psychologically that has to catch up to you for a little bit too. When you constantly just play characters that yeah, are right? that are evil and that are just, they have no emotion and they're just very, they're relentless ruthless. It's like, I feel like as an actor, like that has to get exhausting too. Like this guy's a regular guy. I don't know if he's got a wife and kids or, you know, but regardless, he's got family, he's got friends and it's like, he's always playing such a weirdo, but he does. I'll give it up to him. He does a tremendous job playing Jeffrey Dahmer because he just does a great job portraying him how's, how you would imagine he probably was. And it's a good show. Actually, I found myself watching the actual live footage of the, not live footage, I should say, but the actual footage of uh the court trial between when uh Tracy, who's the guy that is, who got away from him and ultimately got Dahmer caught when he took the stand, and talked about everything, and it very was it really was like actually very similar to uh, that scene. The only difference was that actually this guy wasn't gay, or at least he said in court he wasn't gay, and they portrayed him as a hundred percent a gay guy in the in the uh, show because Dahmer did target gay guys and also targeted mostly African American gay guys. But you know, it's uh, just another one of those. Serial killer shows that people love to watch, but I've enjoyed it. It's been good, but I can definitely understand how, uh, if you were related to these victims, how you would definitely have a tough time watching. I honestly never thought about that until I started hearing backlash about it because I was like, you know what? That's actually a good point with these serial killer shows is it's like, what about those families that have to, not that they don't have to watch, but I mean, they hear about it, they see about it. And it's like, hey, that was my child that this guy ruthlessly took his life at 14, 18 years old. You know, it's crazy. But that's pretty much what I got to say about that. I just want to touch on it a little bit. Woof. All right, uh, Andy, you want to talk about the box office? So I believe, uh, so Andy, uh, talk about the uh, box office. No, I think
2: we're just going to go straight to what we're watching because I don't have a box office here. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Well, before we, No, we have trailers, I thought. Oh, no, those are just categories that I have open. I fill them in if there's something there. Oh, I don't know how to read your system. Yeah, sorry. All
1: right. uh, (laughs) Never mind then. Uh, We're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code. Tony. That is. T-O-N-Y. To pick up the dog leash. You didn't know you need it. This leash works for the dog's current collar or harness. So plug in promo code Tony for 65 off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for at CliplessLeash.com. All right, Andy, how many things do you have?
2: I got one plus what? TV updates,
0: which is three shows. All right, Tony Cat. Uh, I honestly don't have. Much of anything. I just, uh, I mean, I already talked about Dahmer, so that was pretty much what I've been watching. Honestly, All I haven't right. had much. Actually, I, I mean, I guess I'm still watching House of Dragon. I've got that on my list. We okay, then we can, we can discuss can... that together. We'll, All right. I, we'll merge with that.
1: I have two things. Uh, and you want to lead us off then with some of your TV shows? I'm going to go with the
2: movie first, which okay. is uh, the only thing I saw in theaters this week. Uh, the re-release of Avatar. Oh. So I never saw Avatar in the movie theater when it came out originally. Uh, I did see it later on like HBO or something and I didn't think it was that good. Uh, but I knew the, like the 3d is supposed to be the big selling point of the movie. Uh, so I was able to see it. In I didn't theater. even know that movie was 3d. It's like, those are the best 3d movie ever made, And then 3d kind of died like five years later. Oh, that was a
1: big fad. Yeah. At yeah. the time.
2: Um, so I watched it in, in, in 3d and it definitely was well done 3d, but I still don't care for that whole thing. Cause like, I don't need to see that. Like I can, I know what's the depth is on screen in two D. I can kind of figure it out. Um, yeah, the movie is fine. Probably better than than when I originally watched it, but it still is just kind of like a soft middle. It's like ah, this is too long. It's too boring. I mean, if you don't know the the premises, is, is that he can um go into an alien body. They're on an alien planet, and the alien race is primitive, but not really primitive. They're spiritual. They can do weird shit. I don't know. But they're able to like create fake bodies that they can then project their mind into using computers, and then he has to like gain their trust. Uh, so yeah, very derivative of like Dances with Wolves, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, the middle part is just all that kind of stuff, and it's I don't think it's that good. But the, but the first hour where it's setting up the military technology and what's going on, they're mining for shit, and there's military dudes, and there's corporations, and there's scientists, and they all disagree with each other. I like that shit. James Cameron's good at creating cool-looking robots and stuff like that. So I've already mentioned some of those today. Uh, so that part's good. And then the ending is just a lot of fun. Big action scene, guys in mechs shooting machine guns at aliens riding, like, birds big birds, I guess.
1: I mean, good, we've all been there.
2: Good action shit. But then you just got this middle that's like, it's too long. This movie should not be two and a half hours. It should be an hour and fifty. I
1: thought it was longer than that.
2: But the next one might be 45 hours, Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Can't stop him. He, he, there, was a, there was a a story where they asked him to, to trim the movie, and he's like, no, I'm James Cameron. Yeah. Titanic made billion dollars. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, which is like, yeah, I guess you have the right. Um, but yeah, it's I think they, it was on Disney Plus and they took it off ahead of this re release into theaters, which I think it's made like $15 million or something. Pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I think it's still there. Pro- probably not for long, but uh, yeah, the new one comes out uh, end of this year. And they did, at the end of this movie, they did show a, like a two minute scene from the next movie. And it's like, oh, here's how the technology is better. It's like, yeah, I could tell. Cool. Yeah, Avatar.
1: All right. Uh, you ready for one of mine? Yeah. I watched a movie I was very excited to watch, and I knew it would be streaming somewhere eventually. From 2022, I watched Gerard Butler's Last Seen Alive on Netflix. I believe it's risen to uh, cream of the crop. Uh, his wife vanishes at a gas station, and he's got to find her. It's kind of like Taken meets uh middle of the country trash uh here's a fun fact uh rusty griswold isn't it? which one uh from vegas vacation okay ethan embry also known from um that thing you do and
2: hardly wait
1: yes yes and uh let's just say he did not age very well i know at least, he's bald i've seen him yeah. at least in this movie uh but yeah it's it's top notch um I've noticed in Greenland and in this movie, he's big enough star where he's like, fuck you guys, like I'm done acting as an American. I'm from Scotland. Like he this is me. He's got the same accent. Uh but yeah, it's it's very good. Hour and a half, totally watchable and uh entertaining. And uh, you might not see all of the twists and turns. Uh, enjoyable. Who doesn't like a good Gerard Butler? What was the name of that again? Last seen alive. It was a dollar rental. Like a week ago or so. And I was like, well, hell yeah. That means it's coming somewhere. Yeah. you taught me that. And uh, sure enough, I think literally uh, maybe October 1, it was on Netflix.
2: Yeah. No work
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've got one other movie. I don't know how we want to break this up. You said you have four shows? I have three shows three on Three shows. Yeah, why don't, why don't you go ahead? All right. I'll be uh, fairly quick. I watched Hocus Pocus 2. And uh yeah, I I get that streaming needs to make you know, you know, they need to have footage, they have, have content and all that kind of shit, but at what cost? Uh it's bad. It's it's bad. Um uh, I I was sitting there wondering I was like is this for kids today or is this going to be for the kids from 1990 and it was clearly for kids today. Uh, God got off fact. Uh, unwatchable. And disrespectful, I think <laughs> like, what did uh
0: what did the misses at home think about? My
1: it? wife wants to, she'll come on next week uh and she she was pissed, she was utterly upset uh it's just bad there's <laughs> i don't know again i i think it's it's not marketed for the people that liked the original, it's marketed for the kids that are ten years old now. And those kids must just have a terrible sense of humor. <laughs> uh, they go to a Walgreens. There's no need for that. Uh, it's 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 bad. <laughs> More of a CVS guy. <laughs> well, no, I don't need the movie to go to a Walgreens. Uh, One on Chapman. <laughs> yeah, I might have been. It it's an upset, upset piece of work, I suppose. Uh, Tony Hale is in it, and he's good a veep fame also from veep fame uh i never can remember his sam name Ri- sam richardson uh richard split is his name in veep uh and he's fine he's not as funny uh but tony hale he's good but again he's a very minor character uh
2: i'm i'm horribly offended that you say tony hale of veep as an arrested development guy i didn't watch arrested development buster blue
1: buster <laughs> funny uh, but yeah, it's, it's a disappointment. Um, again, maybe like a six year old to a 10 year old would like it. Uh, yeah. they also talk about uh, like the girl who's, you know, the fat, unf- like hip kid has to explain to the jock that he's a bully and that his jokes aren't funny And it's like, God damn it. <laughs> like, Good. Why what? does everything have to be so like stupid now? Um, uh, it's a disappointment. It's a disappointment. A big time. Just dis- the first one's fun. I'll be the first to admit the whole thing is like, oh, the goddamn virgin little candle. These witches come to life. It's, it's very funny. And, uh, this one was first one. was Gary. Marsh. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's stupendous. So yeah, that's, uh, something you shouldn't watch on Disney plus. Don't right. ever waste your time. Let your ten-year-old watch it, and let's see if they like it. And then you know your your kid not funny.
2: Uh, well. Speaking of Disney Plus, I got I got two Disney Plus.
1: Don't go f- too far into Andor. I'm I'm on okay. one episode. Okay.
2: Um. The first thing I have here is a uh, She-Hulk, which is uh almost done. But oh, you're obsessed. Am I obsessed? It's uh I'm enjoying it. It is very light, very different than anything they've really done before. Uh, The She-Hulk character breaks the fourth wall, you know, similar to Zach Morris.
1: Oh, does she time
2: out? Um, She hasn't done time out yet, but, you (sighs) know, she does look at the camera, what's going on and stuff like that. Um, And it's just, it gets to be a, you know, no, no stakes kind of silly thing in the Marvel universe. Um, This last episode had uh, Tim Roth's like Hulk character. He's on house arrest and he can't be, he can't be a Hulk anymore, but he's running like a therapy group for other like failed superheroes and just like oh it's just you know it's not the funniest thing you ever see but it's it's a, it's a good idea uh, so i think it's i think it's nice uh, i think a lot of people are upset that it's not their their boys throwing shields and shit like that um it's just that's not what the show is trying uh yeah the next update i have on a show uh, house of the dragon which is incredibly fascinating i don't know if it's good or great i, I can't tell um, I think this last week, I don't know, did you did you watch the last week?
0: Uh I did. It's I think it was good, but it's It is good. And I think like last week was when they finally, in my opinion, got to almost being like ruthless. Where it was the whole scene where you know, the the whole like guy got his eye cut and stuff, and then she was like, Well, your son cut my son's eye so now i want your son's eye and it was the first yeah. time we were about to see like oh my god is like are they actually gonna like take this kid's eye and that's the ruthless game of Thrones we like but you know. well they're burning people alive so
2: but but sean if you don't know how this show is kind of formatted at the beginning there were like these two like two characters that were i think it's confusing i think they're only supposed to be like 13
0: Okay, but they're played
2: by like 25 year olds. What's confusing also is that Typical? they just
0: jump 10 years. Yeah. And, and then they, they give you a whole new cast. But then they
2: jumped into the future. So like the the it's the princess, her father is the king, and her mother dies. And so then the the king has to find a new wife and he chooses the, the girl's friend. So it just kind of like throws the whole friendship, you know, into the air. But they yeah, they they go forward in time, but like the new actors are actually only like eight years older in real life, but it's like further, but then they keep jumping time. And I don't know if you know this, Tony, but the next week's episode is another 10 years in the future. All those kids are now. adults.
0: Oh, I did not know that. It's
2: like, it's fucking fast. moving. It is very weird to see like game of Thrones was the slowest show ever made that they had 19 characters. So like one season actually only advanced like four minutes in in real life. Yeah. Uh, This is the exact opposite. It's focused on just a few characters and it's like, already been 30 years or something
1: yeah, they're mixing it up it is,
2: it is it is fascinating i don't know if it if it's good but it is very interesting but yeah then the last the last thing i have here is uh, andor disney plus star wars show i love the first episode Andor. what <laughs> oh boy it's a uh, cassian andor which is, it is very confusing because people are like andor isn't that where the ewoks are from I'm like no that's endor sorry Ooh. different Different thing. Andor is a man, and Endor is a planet. Sorry,
1: I love Diego Luna,
2: but yeah, it's uh it's a lot of entertaining. It's um, he's the, the character from Rogue One. It is a prequel to Rogue One, uh, showing you how he became this uh, rebel spy. Um, it's
1: and- how the Resistance starts, right?
2: Yeah. So you okay. said you only watched one episode so far. I don't know if yes. you, you didn't get you didn't see Stellan Skarsgård yet. No, I've yet to so. see him. Speaking of actors who don't have to pretend to be American. He's like, I'm in space. I'm gonna do whatever I want with my voice. Don't worry about it. uh, But yeah, it's it's uh, very different than their last things. Uh, Very real. They wanted to make sure it was real sets and not using the uh, the computer stuff that they did for all the other shows. Just wonderful. Yeah, it it's well done, and it is uh, Tony Gilroy who wrote all the Bourne movies.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm also also happy to see not, you know, Taika Waititi. Yeah. or um what's the other guy the limo driver for john Iron favreau man? john favreau they're, like
2: there are no jokes in this <laughs> are
1: there no other writers in the world that know star wars is like oh yeah there's six people on this planet you can do all of our star wars now like come on no i'm man. very happy to That's see what, that
2: i think i had mentioned it before but this writing staff is tony goroy and then his brother who did the night nightcrawler movie great movie and yeah. then uh, the creator of House of Cards, which is like, this is a very different tone.
1: Very and, uh, good, though. It's just nice change of pace.
2: Yeah. So it's interesting you only watched the one episode because they, they put three out at once and they had said you really should watch the first three together. Kind of. You one can't little, tell me what to do. That's really one kind of one arc. I didn't either. And I was like, oh, OK, there's not that much that goes on in the first episode. Just kind no. of setting the thing. Yeah, I'll
1: get there. Yeah, it's just going to take me some time. Quite good. I'm on my own timeline.
2: And they're also speaking of Game of Thrones, there's like four people I've noticed from Game of Thrones in this already. They're just every British actor, and they're just like, all right, we'll take you now.
1: That's what that's their export. Yeah.
2: And it's not like the main characters. It's not like fucking Tyrion Lannister was in the show. It's just like, oh, because I I just rewatched the series. And like, I recognize that person. That was she was this uh The lady Giant that,
1: Woman or Dave you know, Grohl.
2: The giant woman's already been in Star Wars. She was oh. a she was in the movie.
1: Yeah, I figured she'd come back.
2: Uh but the it was like she was always being a bitch to Arya when Aria was learning how to be an assassin with those people with the faces, if you remember that at all. Uh, no. And I wouldn't, if I didn't rewatch the series recently, I wouldn't have recognized this lady. But I was like, oh, that's who she is. Or the, in, the, in the first episode, you know, there's like the government guy who kind of says to just like sweep this under the rug. Yeah. That guy was awesome.
1: Yeah, he's smart. Yeah.
2: Um, he, he was a Game of Thrones guy. I was like, oh. Okay. But old warrior type. But yeah, good. And it's like 12 episodes. It's a real TV show.
1: So. No, I'm excited to dive in. I just got to find time. Yeah. Did you have anything else? All right. No. All right. Well, that'll uh, wrap us up. Episode 291 of the Tony Stick Podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me, we had Tony Katz.
0: Yes, thank you for listening. friend.
1: And the Off-Road Inn.
0: Yes, thank you. We'll see you later.